Yeah, I did watch it. I watched it on YouTube just yesterday. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Because I wanted to see what all the hubbub was. I haven't seen it. But, uh, yeah, I think if you're going out on if someone hands you an envelope and yeah. you're about to go on stage and you're responsible for saying to billions of people what's written inside, <laughs> I, me, I like to be responsible for my own performance. You'd want to know what you were so going to say I before would, you went out there. Not that. I wouldn't open it and reread it and then go out, but I would look at the envelope to make sure I had the right one. Had, had the right envelope, sure. Yeah. So he didn't have the right envelope. Correct. And that, and then he just read the movie that was on the card inside the wrong envelope. Well, he didn't. She did. Like, oh, is that what he, happened? Yeah, he he opened it up and looked at it. And he knew there was a problem. Oh, right. And then he was. And like, he looked backstage uh, like, uh, like, <laughs> old, like young Warren Beatty would do something about this. <laughs> the Warren Beatty from That's Shampoo would save the day yeah, right now. No, you know? with a smirk on his face, right. and he would have been like, "How how are you all so incompetent?" Warren Beatty from Heaven Can Wait. Yeah. Warren Beatty from Reds would have Keep taken matters coming, baby. into his own hands. Keep him coming. He would have been just like, you know. Dick Tracy Beatty oh would have done God. better he, than this Beatty. He would have punched the stupid accountant yeah. out and be yeah. like, give me the right envelope. Gross. So it's hard to watch. It was. So hard he to watch didn't, guys get old. He didn't know what to do, which was weird. weird. Because you would think a guy... But these guys... Who'd been there every year for 40 years. But these people aren't used to being on stage either. They're I, used to being in movies. He thought he would get another take. Yeah, this, especially know? guys like Beatty. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's exclusively a film actor. Exactly, yeah. So, But he looked backstage as if to say, like, uh, hey, guys. And the people up backstage, uh, you yeah, know, I don't no, know what they're doing no. back there. Like, no well, one noticed he's... Like, if you're the stage manager or the assistant stage manager, you're the deck manager, right? And yeah. you see Warren Beatty look backstage with a confused look on his face. Right. Aren't you, like, on yeah. the headset, like, absolutely. Uh, what's he doing? What's, no, he do? what's wrong? Why, what I'm happened? I guarantee someone was doing that. Probably, but just not quickly <laughs> enough. Because it is someone true. Someone on the other end of that stage manager who was freaking the fuck out. He's looking for something. Right, Guys, right, he's right. looking for something. They they were not responding. No, and I think Those other people, people. Some pe- the audience thought he was just clowning. You know, like he's just building suspense to see what's right, going to happen. Right. Here, you she know? even said like, oh, don't yeah, be a oh, jerk come or whatever. On. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So then he doesn't know. So he like shrugs, doesn't know what to do. So he just holds it out to her to show her like, you see, we've got the hey, wrong look, envelope. this isn't right, right? And instead she just. Back me up on this. <laughs> right, exactly. This isn't great, yeah. right? <laughs> not the way it's supposed to be. Am I not having a moment? This is really, this, this is, is really what it looks like, right? This is incorrect. <laughs> this is so wrong, right? Yeah. But she is not no. there with him. No. She she sees a movie. Yeah. And blurts it out from <laughs> fucking pie hole. <laughs> uh. It was a shame. But I was glad that you know what? won. You know? I, it's great that it happened in retrospect. Because what a great reaction from whoever that guy was. Yeah. Did you see the rest no, of that? No, I, I haven't watched it at all. The, whoever was representing La La Land was so fucking gracious. That's what I heard. But also kind of rough about it. Uh-huh. Like he was like, I am going to be gracious. You are going to accept my grace, people. Is he the guy who held up he the held, real he card? Took, he ripped the card out of the hand and like, and was like very adamant about like, there has been a mistake. We have not won. Good for and him. then trying to encourage the, the moon, moonlight people, moonlight to, come people to come up because they were, they were also thinking that what, what, it, what could possibly be happening? Right. We we're coming to terms with our disappointment over here. Could you just leave us the fuck alone? And then like, no, no, get up here. It's like got to be a, the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah, that was. I, I did. Hear I mean, that he, he was, was so really gracious. Impressive. Just seeing that guy be gracious was yeah. kind of heartwarming. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. 
And I, I haven't seen either movie. I saw about five minutes of, of Moonlight. My wife was watching it, and it happened to be on. I was in the room or yeah, something. Yeah, I just watched the trailer for that. Really good. I mean, it the, looks five, great. the few minutes it I've seen great. of it, really good. And, yeah. like, very different, you know, very um, has its own sort of style to it. Really cool. But you were able to step away. I, I wasn't ready to watch it at that moment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, she was like watching the Oscar movies and stuff. We get them in the mail because she's a member of SAG. Of we get some of them. Of course. Screeners? Um, yeah, screeners. Yeah. So she was watching. But I just, like emotionally, I wasn't ready. I knew it was going to be a really uh-huh. heart-wrenching movie. You do have to be in the movie, right And I was yeah. not ready yeah, for yeah, that yeah, at yeah. that moment. I hear that. Um, and then she fell asleep during La La Land, which I didn't watch. So <laughs> it was, it was if I felt justified based on the information I have, which is a few minutes of Moonlight and <laughs> her falling asleep on La La Land, that Moonlight won. That's really all the information that's, you need. That's yeah. it. I mean, yeah, if, yeah. had I been a voter... No, the, and the right... And it's it's like replay in the NBA. It's, as long as the right call gets made, Who I don't cares? care how long it takes you. That's right. Exactly. So and they get there in the they end. got there. They, they nailed it. Yeah. Had to have been difficult to deal with. Yeah. Bravo to all the Oscar people involved. Fuck them! <laughs> anyway, we're talking about a different movie here because this is the Glengarry Glen Ross Minute. We sure are. With my buddy Matt Zumbo. Hey, and that's Bill over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is episode... 17. 17? Yeah, 17. We're 17 minutes in. I know. It's great. It's it, just going it to get better. Great. I'm thinking it, when you watch it straight through, at around minute 17, you're totally fucking engaged, right? Like, yeah. I mean, after Baldwin, yeah. you're, you're in. You know, <laughs> the stakes whole, have been raised and you're ready. But there's so much intrigue right now. You don't know what to think about anybody. And the story hasn't really started. No. Yet. I mean, and this is like, you're still I mean, the groundwork has been laid. Exactly. Yeah. It's mostly been what Mamet would never ever write, which is exposition. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but done very cleverly up to this point. Yes. And so, you know, we're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for the story to really in earnest get going. You yeah. Know? Yeah. What's going to happen? I mean, well, that's where we are right that, now. That we're is hanging where we on are. like yeah. who's gonna it's all intrigue. Who's gonna question your job? Questions are mounting. That's exactly. We right. have no answers. <laughs> I mean, we have the answers. Well, but as a you know, one time through, seventeen minutes in. Yeah, you're just. Do we have a favorite character yet? Who are we rooting for? We're probably you're probably rooting for Shelley. Of already. course, I am. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very curious about the handsome gentleman at the bar, <laughs> Mr. Link. I'm, I'm Roma. Oh, Roma. Very curious about Roma. Yes, you are yeah. because you've you've seen enough just in that I little have. bit <laughs> to tease you. If wet out there tonight. <laughs> Does it just pull you right in? That's the worm on the end of the hook. And you're just <laughs> like, chomp. I, yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, get back to that guy. Let's get back to that guy. Soon, my pet. I said mm. it again. I said it again. No. No. <laughs> no. I don't care if I'm tacking or pinging or whatever Clipping. the fuck. Let that be a reminder that you will not say my pet to me ever again. You will not text it. You will not email it. It will not be on Instagram posts or tweets. No. No. Okay. Bill, no. Oh. No. I, I want to, though. I want to say it again. I, you, Mostly just because you told to me no. You're going to have to fight that urge. You're going to do your best. I'm a better person than that. Than what? Than fighting your urges? No. Then oh. I'm better than le- letting in, letting, letting my urges r- rule my, Great. my better self. Yeah, that's your higher-minded self. Yeah. That's, that's your evolution. Yeah. Employ it. Okay. Where this is concerned. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I'm all over it. Great. Okay. Now then, we got a minute to watch here. All, you're all, this is all on you. What? Because this is shitty. And it's all what on you. So- it's all on you. <laughs> this is all on you. You know, you knew what you were doing when you said my pet. Did you think you might ruin the podcast? No. Well, you might have. 
Let's watch the fucking minute. Well, while those guys are watching the minute, we wanted to tell you guys where you can find us on social media. You guys. So hit us up on Twitter. Twitter. At GGGR Minute. On Instagram. At GGGR Minute. On Facebook. Have no idea. Whatever. Just, just search, search it. Search it. We'll, you'll find it. You will. And then uh, our email is GGGRMinute. At gmail.com. Yeah. And iTunes. Go to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review. Rate and review. Yeah, we'd love that. Love it. Love that. Yes. All right. Back to the show. Yay. There's of, so much to talk about. Of course I'll hold. Of course I'll hold. So, so melodic. Oh, yeah. It's such it's a just, melodic monologue. It's beautiful. So it starts with, yeah. we just catch the little bit of the end of George Arano's sales That's right. pitch. That's right. Just a little, I have some news, some, some rather good news about, sales the, pitch. about your property. That's right. Blah, blah, whatever he said. And then it sort of fades into the call with Shelly. Yes. Who initially... You know, he's in his own world here. He's thinking about his troubles. He's got a sort of distracted look on his this, face. Yeah, this is not long after the, I gotta go out. Right, exactly. I gotta go out. And he's still he thinking about that. He hangs up that call immediately back to work. Yep, gotta get those he's Nyborgs on the work. line. Gotta That's get right. a sit with the Nyborgs. That's right. Ugh. Gotta get that money. Harriet and blah, blah. Nyborg. Nyborg. <laughs> But at first, he's just like uh, rubbing his eyes and hello. You know, he's just kind of like not in it yet. No, yeah, he needs to get engaged by that other voice, I think, a little bit, right? Like that other... The, Harriet. The customer, Harriet, in this case, really sort of, boom, it gets the salesman operating system up and running. <laughs> right. You know? And he's just, there he is. He's in it. He's locked in. It's, it's so old hat to him. He could right. be selling in a moment, like just out of nowhere. But it's different than the way... Totally wrapped up in his own head, his own thoughts. Right. My then, daughter. How am I going to... Boom. But you hello, see the switch. Mrs. You Nyborg. see. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> yes. I can speak only to a Mrs. Nyborg. <laughs> oh, oh, this, this is, is Mrs. Mrs. Nyborg. Nyborg. Well, listen closely, Mrs. Nyborg. Right? I'm not threatening. No. I'm he's soft. Just... I'm nice. I'm quiet. <laughs> I'm melodic. You can trust me. But it's so different from what we see... Oh, this is Mrs. Nyborg. What we see Roma do, because Roma is all it can sell anybody like that too. Hey. But we don't see that transition. Like you don't, I don't see need the a difference, lead. right? You don't see him all of a sudden Keep be like, "Hello, Mister Link." You know, he doesn't turn into salesman guy. No, because it's a more subtle. But he has a switch. He definitely has a switch. Yeah, I mean, he's not mean to the customer. You know what I mean? <laughs> Overtly, like he is to everybody else. <laughs> yeah, but, that's all, that's all I'm saying. He he becomes the thing that he wants. Other people to see him as. Right. Right? And in his case, it's like, I'm the guy who knows everything you want to know and don't care about nothing that you care about. He, he's just the coolest, right? He's always yes. going to be the coolest. Right. You can put your faith in him, put your trust in him, put your confidence in him. Shelley goes about that by being as non-threatening and as kind and as polite as possible, which is his old school salesman thing, right? Yeah, exactly. It's so good, though. It is good. And he he's just sounds like... Um, I don't know, just like you said, he's just the guy you want to like, he's trying to be the guy you want to have over for coffee That's and right. just talk about yeah. whatever. You with. feel comfy inviting him into your kitchen. Yes, which you must. He's a good kitchen guest. And you have to, or else he's not getting in. Well, it, yeah, old school, new school, you meet a guy at the bar, you start chatting him up, you, you size him up, you see what he, what he might have in his wallet. Like Dave, Dave Moss, is he a good kitchen guest? Is he someone you want roaming around your kitchen? <laughs> Absolutely not. 
<laughs> no, he's 27 on the board, Bill. There's a reason for that. You don't want that guy in your kitchen? Uh, tomorrow at 8? No. No. Never at never. Because you're scary. You're scary, Right. Man. He's intimidating. Yes. He's intimidating. Yes. And, he's, and he is literally trying to intimidate you to buy land. Uh, yeah. That's that, his tactic. I think that is his tactic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he's just yeah. going to push you into it. Yeah, yeah. Whether you want to or not. Pushy salesman guy. Pushy salesman guy. He was probably great at selling cars. Which we believe he did not in the Not to people in the old like days. you, but... Right, exactly. Because yeah, yeah, you th- wouldn't. That as would, we know. That would get my back right on up. That's right. And I'd be like, oh, no, you, no, Would you no, just sir. walk away from that guy, or do you still try to get your thing implemented with that guy? Oh, no, I try you do. to get my thing... Well, the thing is, I know I can beat him. However, it doesn't matter how hard he pushes. Right. Because I can still get what I want. You've already won. Uh, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he is irrelevant in the in the mix. It's the other guy in the you know the manager guy in the back room who eventually will come out. Yes, and be like, okay, Mr. Weingartner, here's what we're going to do. Yes, and then I know I've won. Then it's yes. over yes. completely, seriously over. But even before that, you know, the salesman really has no power in See, the negotiation. And I think more and more the salesman is becoming irrelevant. Absolutely. Not just in your dealings buying a car, but like no, across absolutely. the board yeah. in every circumstance. But there, there is no need for salesmen anymore. Why would I talk to somebody? We're going to just buy it online. The information I need is written somewhere and right. I can access it. Yep. The, the company is there and will accept my payment in a number of ways. I don't need you. No. I don't need you. Step I'm- aside, sir. <laughs> I don't need you. It's absolutely true. Yeah. And you think about... Well, car salesmen, for sure, more sales of cars are happening online, for sure. Yes. People buying cars for online. For sure. I want to buy a car online. <laughs> like Tesla, you go in, and I don't think there's like, there's no negotiation on a Tesla. There's, there, their no. lot is like a store. You go in, here's, your, here's a Tesla. Would you like to buy it? Yes <laughs> right. or no. Yes. It's totally binary. Yep. You know, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's a big, it's not a sales pitch. They're not getting no. a big cut out of these cars. Definitely not. So, it's a totally different thing. And. I'm trying to think of other industries where salespeople are still relevant in some way. If they still are in places, it won't be for long, is my guess. Yeah. And, and, it's, and juxtaposed to even 96 when this movie came out, that salesman... Well, earlier than that, I think it was like 90, because we lived together, you 94? and I, in like 92. Oh, really? And we were watching this on VHS by that time, so... Okay. Yeah, okay. So, uh, But in, at the time of this film, w- there is... I mean, they salesmen are an enormous cog in the business of America. Yeah, an enormous cog. Mm-hmm. Like, and and think back to when it was written, because it was actually the play itself 80, came out. You know, right in the in the eighties. So it was eighty six. Yeah, a good six years before, before the movie that, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. That this thing. So they were even more entrenched in the world then. Yeah, but back in ninety two, since we didn't, the height of the salesman in the what the fifties. Yeah, is that when some... salesmen were like really? A I don't thing? know. That's a good question. Like ad guys and salesmen, <laughs> right? Fifties and sixties. I guess I don't know. I've I've not been tracking that. I think America ate up a salesman though. Like, yeah, well, loved I think it. the internet really, I think, changed it. Obviously, because like <clears throat> sure. now you don't yeah, have yeah, to yeah, yeah. for goods, especially you don't have to buy stuff from a guy. No. You don't have some guy coming to your or door, knocking on the door, or yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever you want, really. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, and you so, definitely uh, don't want a guy knocking on your door in 2017. People right. are anti, like my, not to tell tales, but my wife, when the when someone knocks on our door, yeah, freaks the fuck out. Yeah, it's true. Because it doesn't happen anymore, really. 
and it can only be bad. Usually, yeah. In her mind. For us, it's either like it's my neighbor from across the street who needs something or wants something, or it's a uh, Jehovah's Witness. Those are the two yeah. things that it usually is. Yeah, or yeah, some yeah. other person who's like... We get like, a lot of soliciting, especially yeah, get, around election time. Yeah, we like get that. a little bit of that. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Or some kids selling candy, like I've talked yeah, about yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about the only options. But And 80% of those visits, of those four or five different types, is Jehovah's Witness. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I have so many copies of the Watch Tower. Really, really big up there, huh? <laughs> I guess I don't know. Is that do they have a hub there? I don't know what it is, but North they Jersey? do come around. And my neighbor and and I, we we text each other like we see Here them. They come. It's like yeah, it's oh, like man. Jehovah's Witness alert, and a text goes out, and like we really should start a neighborhood watch. For I think that that's kind of great, thing. actually. Yeah, yeah, it is. So yeah. if because I you know I would like to be warned. And that, absolutely, I know yeah. she likes it. Of course. So, you know we we share the wealth on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. But think back in the 50s, yeah. guys used to just show up on your doorstep. Vacuum salesman. Vacuum said Fuller, the Fuller brush man, Jesus. you know. I worked with a guy man who used, used to, come. to sell vacuums door to door. Like, he's my age. We worked together in the theater, but one of his first jobs, selling vacuums I remember door that. to door. I remember that vacuum cleaner thing, because I almost signed up to do that. Because an in-home demonstration yeah, yeah, was yeah. going to sell that product. <laughs> and you walk in with the fucking... Vacuum suck 5,000? I'm like, this guy? And this sucking power? <laughs> Sign me up! <laughs> How much do you need? <laughs> and are you, can you stay for dinner? <laughs> That's where I'm at. When I was in high school, we had a similar thing with this guy I went to high school with named Jim Knipp, who uh, signed up to do Cutco, cut, uh-huh. sell Cutco cutlery. They, uh-huh. make, they make knives and stuff. Uh-huh. And so he was going to do this. This was like how he was going to make a lot of money. <laughs> and so he came over, he asked my parents who he knew, like if he could come over and sure. do the yeah. in-home demonstration yes. as a practice. Yes. And so he came over and cut up a bunch of stuff. With yes. the, and I still remember parts of the sales pitch. <laughs> this is Cutco brand cutlery, the world's finest cutlery. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like, and he did, he did Can a trick. Nick selling cutlery. <laughs> He did a trick where he... I love it. Where he'd be like, and sir, do you have to have a penny in your pocket? May I borrow yeah. a penny? Cutting the penny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You I take the penny that, out. Course, yes. And he cut it into like a corkscrew, like a swirly kind of... You cut around <laughs> oh, the no edge shit? with a pair of scissors. Oh, I did not get that. Yeah, and he did like My a guy swirly just thing. Fucking just cut it in half? Just cut it in half. Ooh, wow. But he was like straining in the kitchen. He was like... <laughs> and I remember half of the penny went kind of flying into the cabinetry. And I was like, dude. No, no, no. Jim, this is my kitchen, man. Jim Knipp corkscrewed that penny like a knife through butter. Like, like a Cutco knife through butter. Nobody cannots pennies like Knipp. This nobody. Is Cutco, the world's finest cutlery. We like to call it the Rolls Royce of cutlery. <laughs> Maybe we could get we would get them, get them on board. Your well, velvety cut tones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, would yeah. like to sponsor this podcast. podcast. Sponsoring? Cutco. Yeah. Give us get, a ring. Get in touch. Yeah. We will We will, we'll cut anything on this podcast. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing sells cutlery like an audio commercial. <laughs> Dude, can't too. really see it or get no, a sense of what I it is. I don't understand what it has to do with the movie Glengarry Glen Ross. I don't even know if they're cutting a penny. Are no, they could just be lying about it. There are no knives in that movie. <laughs> Not a single oh, no. piece of no. cutlery. Uh, I'm sorry. Are there? There's a set of steak knives, you asshole. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe they're Cutco. One of the fam- most famous oh props God. in this movie. They could be Cutco. I bet they We were. could work that in. We sure. could absolutely. So That's a quality it. second prize, huh? That's, Cutco, I would, a quality second prize. I would much rather have that than that stupid Cadillac. You can't cut a penny with a Cadillac. No, you can't. You don't have a penny if you have a Cadillac. You oh, know what I'm saying? Right. Not after all the repair bills. That's what I'm saying. Jeez. Fuck you, Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible piece of crap car. 
bailouts. Are we trying to neg Cadillac into a uh, sponsoring as no, well? I don't want them. You don't? No. No. You just drive Nazi cars. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Okay, so he's on. <coughs> Bill is I'm dying. dying. I'm dying. Shelly the Machine is on the phone at the top of the minute. Uh, We've covered a little bit Yeah, of we this. did. Yeah. On the phone with the Nyborgs. Yeah. Salesmen are irrelevant today. We talked about that. We did. Um, and we couldn't really, we didn't really come up with any areas where they're still important in life. I mean, people like us. Salesmen at places, I think, still here and there in the Midwest. Like, 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 like your Nordstroms, my yes. wife, because they provide oh, yeah. really a, good service. A tailor is a sort of salesman, but you kind of want that guy. Like you walk in to buy a suit. Yeah, that guy, like you a know, men's warehouse. He's a salesman, but he also knows what he's doing as far as what's going to fit you. Blah blah blah. Hopefully, yeah, good stuff. I bought you, two I, suits. You still want a salesman for that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, you do because you don't. Sometimes you don't know your size. You need some help. Like, That's right. You know, getting the right jacket. That's or right. Yeah. Kind of thing. And so you just bought two suits, you said? Not or you just. Had a few years them. ago, uh-huh. I bought two suits. Uh, I won't say the name of the retailer, but the the salesman was like helping me and the whole thing. And, we, and he like laid out the suits. Like he put the shirt Ooh. under the jacket oh. and the pants over the shirt and Ooh. the tie. Look how this will look. He laid them all out It'll look like on this, this like table. Yeah. And then he could swap in ties in and out. You're damn right. You different can. Looks sure. Yeah, of course. And all that kind of stuff. So what, are you going to buy it without seeing a tie held up to it? Get the fuck out of here. Get me some ties. So it was like laid down on a table so you could see it all laid out like that. Yeah. And then I would put my head like on the other end of the table underneath <laughs> and be like, how's this look, honey? Um, so I was talking to my wife, not the salesman. <laughs> oh, I said, honey. Oh, I'm glad you cleared that up. <laughs> yeah. cause I was like, well, you, they are really familiar. There. <laughs> They're good salesmen. Yeah, really good. But the point of the story is he totally fucked up my, my <laughs> order. Oh, well, no. And like the suits, like when I got home, the shirt. I, I tried everything on and like what looked good in the store. Now all of a sudden the shirt is like a tent. Skinny mirrors. It's gigantic. How do they do it? What do I you don't, mean? Why, they were fat mirrors, I guess. I don't know, but like the sh- <laughs> nothing fit me. The shirt is gigantic. The the tailored jacket. I got one jacket back that had the one arm was the right length, and the other arm looked like a short sleeve shirt. I was like, what? Like the Gordon Gartrail shirt on the Cosby Show? Yes. Do you remember that episode? No. Are you just saying yes? You're a piece of shit. What? Man, I hate... But that's a really... That's a huge pet peeve of mine when people what? do that shit. You know, just try to... The Gordon Gartrail shirt? So Theo... <laughs> Who's Gordon Gartrail? That a, part I don't he's remember. He's a designer oh, okay. of some <clears throat> renown in the world of the Cosby Show. Okay, that I wouldn't He designed have an awesome shirt that Theo wanted to buy, but it was like $8 million or some oh, okay. shit. So we built his own or his sister said she could build her own yes because she was going to be she was going to be a a fashion fashion school maven yeah Yeah. yeah. so but the sleeves are all misshapen and long one's long one's really short yes and he's like does this look like a gordon Gartrail? (laughs) and i'll never forget that stuck in my head theo by the way is in that oj movie we talked about recently by the way it's been a week have you watched it twice The whole thing? I've watched some episodes twice. Wow. But yeah, I watched it's the whole fun, thing. It's fun, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. I loved every second. <laughs> every good. second. Even when I knew they were just being manipulative and, and sort of television-y. Yes. I was like, ah, let it slide. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, a little soap opera This is okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. melodrama, soap yeah. opera kind yeah. of thing coming in. But you're like, I love it. I blame myself for it. <laughs> I signed on for it. You're doing your job. <laughs> nice work, show. But it has enough stuff that's it. not that I that makes it. it really fun. I yeah, love it. I think it's great. I, I'm, I'm glad to hear you're enjoying it. No, I loved it. I've <laughs> seen it. I've seen it all the way through. Oh, you did see yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, if you want to talk about and it. And you watched multiple episodes. No spoilers. Mul- yeah. I thought, I mean, I was stricken by how good 
Sarah Pauly is. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. She's right? amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, just I, incredible. I agree. Just I, incredible. And you like, I I had such empathy for her almost from minute one. Yeah, that's what which she brings you to you did not have at all not for Marsha Clark. No, not really. I mean, I did, but I know a yeah. lot of people didn't. Yeah, and, the but, jurors certainly didn't, you know? No, uh, but now knowing the story, also, they. I mean, I think they tried to create empathy for all of them, which is a super hard task, and yet they kind of did. They did, and like every character has his own or her own episode, at least one, you right. know, where it's like, right, this right, one's right. all about John Travolta, this one's all about, <laughs> yes. you know, OJ in jail, this yeah. one's all about whatever. Like, yeah. they, it really... There's this one's all about Robert Kardashian oof, feeling bad and those are, trying oof, to figure out what to do. You poor know, Schwimmer just <laughs> nauseous and sweaty and questioning his own religion. Oh yeah, terrible. But that, that's a great storyline. No, it right? is. It, it is. Was, yeah, and yeah, and you see like the the old Bobby at at lunch with his daughters for their birthday or whatever the yes. fuck it was, and had like he gives them a speech about. How to have righteousness in your heart and be good people. They must and how have, that's more important than being famous. They must have forgot that at no, some point. When they panned out, the girls could give a fuck. Like, <laughs> that was what I would, thought was so great about it. Right. It was they ironic. They were clearly just interested in the other celebrities in the restaurant. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of forgot that moment. Only because I don't like when people write stuff yeah, no, with, like, 2020 yeah. hindsight. No, of course. You know, like, of course. You know, that but was, how do you not take uh, that moment? You got Schwimmer. <laughs> Come on. Let's make a Kardashian comment here. Right? Yeah. I would do it. Uh, it's so good. Good for them. Yeah, it was really well done. Yeah, no, they nailed it. They did. It they nailed good. it. They nailed the shit out of it. Very impressive. Very good. I'm not glad, as good as I'm glad you watched this, it. Though. No, not as good as this. <laughs> Certainly not. And so I, the, the, Shelley's making a sales pitch. It's, and then he, then he gets to the end of the little beginning of the... Well, let's, let's dive into the pitch a little bit. Please, yeah. Let's break it down. So he's talking about... Oh, yeah. He's talking about call. what? Yeah. He's talking about, I can only speak to a Mrs. Nyborg, right, first of all. Right, which It's very personal. Well, that, and it also makes it seem secure. like it's very official. Very secure and yeah, official. And secure, yes. yes, yes, yes it's yes. like, I can only speak to a Mrs. Nyborg. Yeah, that's right. That's right. George didn't say you anything can, like that. He didn't care who the hell was on the other side of the phone. If you're Mrs. Nyborg, you can trust me. <laughs> right. Because I'm not talking to anybody else. That's exactly right. Yeah. I'm looking out for it your really best interest, Mrs. Nyborg. It really opens up the lines of communication. It really, and it gets you thinking. Is that attention or interest? I'm kidding. Please don't answer that. <laughs> Please don't answer Well, it that. does get Mrs. Nyborg thinking like, oh, well, what, what could yeah, this what be? Yeah, what could this be? That's only meant for me. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, so he says... Uh, so good. <laughs> it's so good. So then he says uh, that he's... I guess he says then, I'm trying to remember, that he's the president, vice president or whatever. Yeah, was it, I mean, do you want to just watch it again? Because I, I don't remember all the, all the logistical things. And I don't that's, either. It's kind of important, I guess, because... That's what's happening in this minute. That's I mean, that's like the crux. Of, it's like the only thing you can break down. The tight, the shot is really tight on on Jack the whole time. Yep. Right. So we, there's not much to look at other than that amazingly expressive face of his. Right. God, I just want to grab it and like, fucking stretch it out, like just fucking bend it. Like and all silly putty. It's so expressive. Like yeah, it's yeah. it's so great. Anyway, I love that guy. So. Other than that, it's just his emoting and the, and the words and the melody and there's music underneath and the, I think yeah there is a little gentle there's a little like yeah. sort of scary music underneath yeah it is kind of yeah it's foreboding in it's a way blue it's very blue yeah yes it is <laughs> god damn it I hate us right now it is a very blue sound though I agree I I get what you mean by that it's more of a winter I know that some people wouldn't get that I get that I know you do I totally get that I know okay that's why we're here um. And so he's he's laying out this whole thing, and he's yeah. like, "I can only speak to Mrs. Nyborg." And he says, "I've 
to collect your prize. He says something about it being a does, prize, does he? doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That says, rings you know, a bell. Yeah. You have been selected at random from all of the many people who sent in yes. the card or yes. whatever, you yes. know. So we know that the Nyborgs had filled out, you know, one of these forms. Yeah. And are now about to be plagued or yep. have been plagued. We know later we learned that they. Yeah, they're not the only set plagued. of half baked con artist salesmen calling the Nyborgs, no, right? They get no. called all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because why? They, they filled, filled in a form. Mrs. Nyborg <laughs> filled in that form. Yeah, what? She just likes talking to salesmen. That's exactly right. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, and so they, he says, in order to collect your prize, you and your husband have to be home to get you have it. to sign for it together. Exactly. Yeah. What's yeah. that about? Well, that's about, here's what I think it's about. Go ahead, lay it I don't know. But I think it's about the salesmen do not want to have to go back and get a sit again. They want to do it all in one shot. You're damn right. You get the sit. And and they don't want to have a a link situation happen where the wife, like, you know, the, the like Roma talks some drunk guy at the bar <laughs> into buying land. They sign it at the restaurant. He goes home. The wife is like, what have you done? You've ruined our lives. We're not doing this. So they want to get both signatures yeah. at the same time. Right. So there's no chance. Quick, quick in and out or else the deal, go, the deal could go south. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And isn't there one thing earlier where they say, um, uh, you let her wife che- when, when he's talking. You let her. You let her. Uh, you let her check with her lawyer. There's that a woman one, yeah. in white planes on, on the, the hook. hook. Right. I, hey. Had to check with the lawyer. I was doing. I'm a, sorry. You can get in on the other guy. Really make that scene. It pop. was just a knee jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but if I got it, I got I it. I trust you. No, I know. It's I hard do. not to join in. It is. It was it like is. it's like a rallying cry. But then I was gonna be like, hey, just check with the lawyer, and you, then you go. You let her check with your lawyer. <laughs> what can I do? See, that's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah, it's good stuff. But there's another one. With oh, that's not the, the one you wife, were talking of? John, the wife. When Coming up soon where Shelly is talking to Williamson. Oh, And he says, the oh, wife, right. John, the wife. Yes. Yes. How was I supposed to know she had a blah, yes. blah, blah, whatever it is? Yes. It so, always gets ruined by the spouse, I bet. Exactly. I bet that's the well, thing that happens all the time. In Mammoth's mind, one, and by spouse, I'm sure you, <laughs> you mean, mean the female the woman, spouse. Yeah, because yeah. he wouldn't even try. Well, I mean, Lemon's selling to the lady right now. He is he doing is. that. But he's got to get the, the but on the phone. Signature. That's probably what always happens, right? You call, you get the wife. Yeah, and Mrs. Swoboda earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. you got to get them both together because you got to get both of those signatures so there's no backing out. Right. Later. Right. I think that's what I think it is. Yes. So many traditional roles expressed in this movie, like we were just saying, like salesmen talk to men or need the men to be there, and the you know the women are probably home because they're you know they're right. calling during the day. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's so it's the the world is not this anymore, and this wasn't that long it, ago. It's funny that it is though. But like I think it still is because like when, when you go buy a car, yeah, and I go with my wife, right, and. You know, we play these roles where she's like the going to sit there and say no to everything right. until I tell her it's okay to now say yes. And that, but she's just pretending to be the bitchy wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then the salesman. It works. It works. The salesman eat it up, and also right. the salesman only talk to him. Like when it comes to kind of, I'm going to put a number on this piece of paper. He doesn't slide it over in front of my wife. No, of course. He not. slides it over in front of me. Okay. I mean that's sickening, but okay. Yeah, but yeah. it's and my wife is very sensitive. She's a feminist and she's very of sensitive course. to all this kind of stuff. I am a feminist. You're a feminist. Exactly. We're all feminists. Yeah, absolutely. I'm for equal rights for people. I, I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm an everythingist. Yes. You know, just yes. Every, equal rights doesn't mean less rights for somebody else. That's you know? right. That's so, right. Anyway, but yeah, it it still exists. I think the misogyny and that's the sort of like you know the sale that we do we do buy other stuff and the salesmen never look at her. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're right. I just, I guess I have a hope for the world that is, uh, and there is more of it. It's bubbling. Yes. This sort of sentiment that, you know, that 
that that sort of ideal where you slide the the number over to the man and that kind of thing is hopefully it's slowly getting worked away i hope so yeah. i feel like slowly it is uh but man it's crazy it's crazy when you when it's mammoth it's even more crazy because there's just there's kind of an ickiness to it when you think about <laughs> it when he does it or at least i do it is icky but and you wonder you know what's the, where's the line drawn like how much of it is David Mamet perceiving what exists in the world and how much of it is his own personal yeah. mindset? Good call. I don't a- know. And what he grew up with. And, yeah. you know, and that's a, that, that sort of factors into what you were saying about and mindset. He, but. He, yeah, he's gotten so much criticism for being misogynistic yeah. and blah, blah, blah. He we talked about has. that before. Yeah. But is it true? Is it just his perception <laughs> well, of what he's seeing in the he's, world? kind of an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so if you take it, if you extrapolate that, he could, he could direct that at a gender, certainly. Yes. Even subconsciously, you know? Absolutely. Uh, and maybe he has and maybe he doesn't anymore, and God love him for it. Yeah. But I, I just... I don't know. I, I, I don't, I, I've never made up my mind on this whole thing about whether he's a, an awful misogynist right. or whether this is just... He's just writing what he sees. Cause, you know? Exactly. And, and I haven't because I love his work so much that I don't want to think about... Yeah. You want to give uh, him the benefit of the I, doubt. I do. I, I have. I often have. I just don't... I don't think I can anymore, but... Really? Yeah, I mean that's that, but that's growing up, isn't it? <laughs> you know, isn't so it? So, what made you turn the corner? Well, I, I mean, it's certainly the re- the recent rash of conservative thought and expression, uh, coupled with the recent rash of, of, of horrible, horrible plays place. and movies he's made. <laughs> but look, he, the guy's still getting my money. I want to say I'm going to see his play. You yep, know, yep. Uh, I, 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 I root for Dave Mamet for sure. Yeah, I mean, I hundred percent. Yeah, I want him to write another brilliant Pulitzer Prize play. That, right, like, <laughs> right. It's just like something you want to watch over and over again, like we've watched this movie over and over again. Exactly. I have low hopes you, of you, that right, happening. You don't see that being a. Uh, yeah, it's being, possibility. It's possible. It's it, definitely possible. You think it's possible? But I. But it's, it's not probable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the evidence is stacked up against that happening. Right. But, right. but I. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened again. I would be delighted if he was Can able I to do that. Use this opportunity to read an excerpt. Yeah. If it's, that I read. If it's apropos, it'll fit right in here. Good. I love uh, it. This is. Are we officially going to quote corner? Well, we. I mean, it doesn't matter because we don't have fanfare that you said you were going to make. So, <laughs> it, quote corner just seems like the rest of the show. If if you ever write a little thingy, oh, so that's a little what fanfare. Separates? Yeah, yeah. Oh. You need something to make a corner. <laughs> you can't just say it. You can't I mean, just I, say guess, I guess you can, but it's, that's I mean, for people with it's like an audio podcast. seventeen podcasts and less. People with over seventeen podcasts should really start having jingles. <laughs> And you know that's true in your heart. You felt it all along. It came up today because that's how things work. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm, so I'm, if, we, if you want to make a quote corner, let's hear a jingle. Forgive me. <laughs> forgive me. I, I know I let you down. Forgive me. Yes. Yes, you have. <laughs> over and over again. All right. We're getting further before the way the thing that made me want to read this. But this is from yeah, yeah. Charles McNulty. He is an L.A. Times theater critic, or the, probably the L.A. Times theater critic. Right. I don't know enough about him, but this is a great quote. Uh, this is in the middle of, a, I think, a 2015 article. Quote, I'd also like to develop a case of amnesia that would be limited to Mamet's last three new plays on Broadway. The soggy political farce November, later ineptly staged at the Mark Tapper Forum. The red herring crammed race, he's true about that, and the quarter baked the anarchist. <laughs> the latter, feloniously wasting the talents of Patti Lapone and Deborah Winger, 
was of such inferior quality that Broadway producers, not by nature soul-searching types, were forced to publicly account for their lack of business acumen. Wow. Unquote. <laughs> and that, the worst part about that is he's, it's so old, it doesn't even include China Doll, <laughs> which, was like, which was like a thousand times worse it's just, than the It anarchist. kept getting worse, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I want to say to that guy, you ain't seen nothing yet, but he, my friend. But I think I, this guy, McNulty, God love him, is not unlike us. No, Like he gets rooting it. for the next good yes. one. Of course. Wishing he could forget the recent rash of terrible ones. Yep. Um, and ha- somewhere in his heart, you wouldn't want that if you didn't love the things that you started to love about him. Right. It's, yeah. it's heartbreaking to it see really like, uh, some, some person's art that you re- or craft that you really love all of a sudden kind of going downhill. It's, it's, yeah. It hurts. Yeah, you know? it happens, I think, mostly with musicians. People favor a musician for most of their life until... Yeah, all Something of a sudden they, happens. Yes. There's always an album that like made right. you go like, mm, I don't think so anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baby, yeah. you got old. <laughs> you know? And yeah. it happens, but I think uh, like for me, you look at George Lucas. I mean, a lot of people go think ahead. of George Lucas as this visionary I'm shocked that you brought up George Lucas director. in Star Wars. Well, I love Star Wars. I, mean, <laughs> I know I was, you do. I was, you know, bo- uh, 8 years old when Star Wars came out. I was I was the target audience. No, yeah, you and me both. Exactly, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And but if you look at the the original trilogy, mostly two-thirds of it, the third movie not that good, but the first two, mm-hmm. especially Empire Strikes Back are really great films. I sure. mean, just are they are they masterpieces? Probably not, but are they great you know, fun for like the time? But great kind fun, of a like yeah, like as far as a sci-fi space yeah, opera. You get no thing, argument from oh, me. It's fantastic, phenomenal. Yeah, it's the and hero's then, journey incarnate. It is the best representation in American contemporary cinematic anything. It's the it's the best hero's tale you'll ever see. Yeah, it's 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 totally Joseph Campbell exactly. on screen. Yes, yep. you know, exactly. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, when you go and see any of the other three. The second trilogy. And <laughs> That's one, and two, and all, three, for those of you who keep count. Yeah, whatever they were called. The yeah. ones with the little kid and then... The, yeah, the, the Phantom Menace Phantom and the Menace, Clone Wars. And, Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're not only like sh- schlocky, you know, like the they script is bad. Yeah. It's, a lot of the stuff doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he takes like some great um, pieces of myth from the early movies and ruins them. You, the, 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 the blood count? Yeah, the blood, about, the, yeah. the yeah. and the blood or I whatever mean, that, and just like totally that's, destroys that's the force. That's a punishable offense in my opinion. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. created the force which is the force. Yeah. It's all around us. It's within us. It's yeah. everything. Let's imagine oh, no. that good and evil is a power that moves through everyone. Let's right. do that. Yeah, that's an awesome idea. Oh, and you don't want to do that anymore? No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's just uh, something in your blood. It's just something in your blood. It's like lead. <laughs> just floating around in there. It's like, you know, <laughs> Calcium. It's like Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah, it's just, it's you know. It's just dead. It's random, yeah. you know. It's in your family. It runs in your blood. If, you don't, if you're not in the right family, you don't, you don't get to have the force. Yes. So anyway. Anyway, so there's an example of someone who, like, early in their career, you're like, wow, this guy oh, yeah. did a lot he of really good the stuff. There. Yeah, now, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden, he's an ass. Yeah, sure. A complete ass. Sure. And, and what did it? Was it money? You know what I mean? Like, he got all that toy money. Right. <laughs> he got so much. I mean, that's that's Kenner right. action figure money. So much Jar Jar uh, money. 
so much Jar Jar money. And then it was like, and I had because I had to sit through it. Yeah, and those to movies, make that guy rich. Those movies became, and now it has become. Well, I guess I the blueprint for making a Star Wars movie, and you can see it every time you watch a new Star Wars movie. It's like, okay, we'll redesign the stormtroopers that, to make that, them look slightly different. Wait a minute, no, yeah. you're right, you're right. It's all because that's a new toy. You're right. You're we'll right. We'll make up some new spaceships because that's a toy. But, we'll have a couple new robots who are the friendly guys because that's a toy. But the new movie is worth supporting with merchandise. Rogue One. Yes. Yeah, I have not seen so it. So good but what I, are you waiting for i was going to see it on valentine's day because i had a coupon uh-huh and it wasn't playing anywhere this guy it was sleeps on a gone. bed of money has is waiting for a fucking coupon <laughs> but i was ready i was ready my wife was out of town i knew uh-huh. she wouldn't want to go see it so i was like hey this is perfect i'll go up to the, oh really I'll go she won't the, even tag along knowing how much you love it uh we went to see i think Oh, no, she didn't go see the other new Star Wars movie with me, whatever that one was called. What was the other new one? I don't know how I feel about your wife anymore. Why? Like, get get to the theater. Sit for two hours. <laughs> Support the loves of, of your spouse's people. I, I like to go alone, actually. <laughs> no offense I to her. No, you're but, right. You know, that's how you'd prefer it. Sometimes sure. it's nice to go alone, because I can really sort of... You know, just invest really? my whole self in the movie. Good for you. And watch it without okay. having to worry about whether she's enjoying herself or what. Well, I don't know. I, just because she's there doesn't mean you have to worry about that. I've never understood that argument, really. <laughs> you could be like, I'll see how she feels at the end of it. And right now, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> and I don't know why other people can't do that. Anyway, uh, I want I wanted to bring up Elton John in this conversation. Because oh, I don't know what one. the album was, but there was one that the, made me go like, oh, no. I think and, it was called Corner Turner. <laughs> And I love, like, Elton's first 10 albums oh my gosh. are some of my favorite Absolutely. albums of all time. Great stuff. Of all time. Uh, but yeah, but artists do that, and I think Dave did that. Paul Simon, too. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm a big Paul Simon fan. Familiar. And then, like, Simon and Garfunkel, I'm all about it. Oh, sure. I'm yeah, all yeah. over that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then when he went solo, not <laughs> right? so much. So right? Paul McCartney, too, you know, a right? lot of people, I think, would say the same thing about Wings and his solo stuff, not the same For as sure. with the yeah, Beatles. Yeah, you yeah. Know? They never recreated the magic of their youth. A yeah. lot of musicians can't. And I think there's something about getting old, and I will testify to this, where, I don't know, something <laughs> happens to you where you're just not, like when you're young. You are the resident expert for aging. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. When, But when you're young, you have this, a lot of people who are artists and writers and musicians have this like confidence and have this, you know, like yes. feeling of like whatever they do is yes. great. Yes. And everyone sh- in the world should hear it. Yes. They, and when they you, blindfully believe in what they're doing. Yes. Mm, yes. And when you get older, when you get past 30 mm-hmm. or 35, mm-hmm. you, these self-doubt things it's start to creep in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, this, I wrote this thing, but <sighs> man, it sucks. I don't think this is very good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you're, and you're so scared to share it with anybody and just like... <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's really good. Maybe it's not. And I think that there's sort of a passion that you lose in your youth that, yeah, you know, goes sure. out of your work. For sure. And For sure. But we have seen we have seen people sustain great art throughout yeah. their lives. It, it does happen. It does. And mostly people who are able to transform as they get older. That's like, right. Like yeah, yeah, Picasso yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, went through so mm-hmm. many different phases mm-hmm. of art and, you know, didn't stick with the same old stuff, just kept that's right. yeah. doing and different I, things. And I think maybe that's close as close to a key as you'll find for sort of maintaining that that relevancy and that passion uh is really just changing or evolving growing your thing whatever it is right um and david mamet is a playwright and so do you think he's (laughs) and he wrote novels and he was great yeah but if he wants to put anything into the world 
he's going to have to write a play or a screenplay. Right. And so, you, yeah, that probably can stagnate awful quick. Yeah, and plus, I would, like, I would imagine. it may be that all the things that he's passionate about, he's already talked about. Already, you know what I mean? Already so it's expressed like, him, yeah. Yeah, it's, and he's just, you know, he doesn't want to retread old areas he's already Yeah, he's Elton John. Upon. He's George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> These guys have turned corners. I know. It's For, They get comfy. They get rich and comfy. I think that's another a thing. thing. That's a big thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think this would make him cringe, but... I mean, his his great successes are <laughs> right around the time that he started to get not as enjoyable and a little more preachy and a little more conservative and a little more devoid of drama. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. And <clears throat> excuse me, I'm dying. Again. That was bad day. timing. I <laughs> cleared my throat and someone took a drink at the same moment. <laughs> That is radio history right there. Well, That's it's going to go down. First of all, this is a podcast. And second of it all. It is? <laughs> Wait. Welcome back. WXKU. Yeah, the, I know the on-air sign fooled you. <laughs> we're just recording this. There's no, we're not, it's not a radio. I thought we were going out live. <laughs> <laughs> but that's our podcast in a nutshell. You're coughing and I'm drinking. That's, that's kind of what, how it goes down. We should have named it the coughing and drinking minute. <laughs> that's the other something. one. That's the next one. And so I'm going to bring us back now. Please. So here's Shelly. God who has, damn it. Shelly has now gotten old. Yourself useful. You got old, baby. He's yeah. gotten old. Shelly is also an irrelevancy. Exactly. Yes. He may have turned the corner here. That yes. He used to be more passionate that about sales. That doesn't work anymore, though. Exactly. Oh, maybe, oh, wait, no, you go. You're do, You're right. He maybe have been more he passionate as a youth, mm. and maybe he's got self-doubt, because as we talked about before, you got to have that ultimate confidence that Roma has right. in order to get people to believe you. Yes. And so maybe he's lost some of that self-confidence. Maybe he's lost some sure. of that passion and some of the belief in himself. I think maybe you have too, pal. I absolutely That's what have. I'm hearing. Yeah, th- this is, I'm projecting <laughs> this, I don't, for I, sure. I will not stand for this. Why? Because... What what are you? Why are you letting go of your confidence? What's changed in you? I don't know. That's a really good now question. I'm saying nothing has changed. The answer is nothing. Nothing? No, no. no. A lot has. I mean, had there's to a have there's an elasticity to, to your emotions that sort of slips away, in my opinion. Uh-huh. But as far as you believing in what you're doing, you've been doing it so long now. What have I been doing? You should well be writing, crafting stories, this kind of thing. Right? Uh-huh. Is that not what we're talking about? What I don't are know. we talking about? Bill? I don't know anymore. I feel like you don't even want to listen to me. <laughs> I am listening. To you. <laughs> no, I don't think you are. I am. Go I think on. You, no, I don't think you're. No, that's why I asked a question because I want to. I want well, to hear what, more. What do you think we're talking about when you say you've lost your confidence? Is that across the board? Yeah. Like buying a soda and writing a story. Same thing. You're not confident in either one as much. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, as sad as it sounds, that's the story. Holy so like for shit. I will walk around a store <sighs> deciding between the iced tea and the soda like for a long time. And I will stand there thinking, God, I wish I would have looked this up online before I went to the store because I'd have all the information at hand. I don't really want to I don't want to stand here and read the labels in front of everybody. That's just embarrassing. And then do I have exact change for the for the cash register guy? <laughs> I mean I don't want to have to I don't want to have to break a twenty. You know, I mean it's just like I understand having social anxieties, but you <laughs> you you are really refining it. You're taking it to a whole new level. <laughs> I do. Yeah. And it's 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 awful. It's, but I and, Well it's painful for me as your friend to hear too. You just let it rip, baby. <laughs> just let it rip. What's the worst that could happen? No, no. Yes, I'm sure my obsessing over it is far worse than <laughs> yeah, any consequence that worse. could come out. So much it. worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There's your lesson. There you go. Yeah, you. No one's going to treat you as bad as you treat yourself. 
That's for sure. <laughs> but so, uh, yeah, so I say across the board, I've lost confidence in myself. Like there's, I have a lot more self-doubt than yeah. I did when I was 25 and I thought I could do anything. And yeah. I thought that everything I did was right and smart and brilliant. And, you know, so. <laughs> I don't think that's a problem for Dave, by the way. Dave Moss? Dave Mamet. Oh, Dave Mamet. Yeah. I no. think Dave Moss is Dave Mamet. That's oh. what I've often thought. Ooh, actually. that's interesting. Ooh. We, should need, we need a little fanfare need, for a breakthrough, ba, ba, ba. too. <laughs> we need a whole like episode on that one when we have a big Moss moment. Oh, yeah. Write that down. Yeah. I'll write that down. Yeah, I'm you've got paper. <laughs> <laughs> write that down, Zombo. <laughs> Will do. Will do. So, yeah, I think uh, like Shelly, maybe I've lost a lot of confidence in myself over the years. Just I think it's just from uh, life. You know what I mean? Life stuff wears you down, you know, and. You know, I've lost, yeah. I've had a lot of people die on me and things like that. And I get, I'm older and I can't do all the things I used to do as well as I used to do them. Right, right, right. You know, I can't run as much as I, yeah. as far as You're I used to. You're certainly not and as fun to talk to as you used to be. That There's that. <laughs> <sighs> um, so, you know, the, a lot of stuff kind of. this is a safe, safe space. No, it's I clearly not. This is very I dangerous here. I want it to here. be, though. I'm just failing right before I'm in a right fucking minefield. <laughs> I wonder I've lost confidence. I just know that. No, it's my <laughs> fault. That's the best. It's certainly not my fault. I've done nothing but try to endow you with confidence. That's true. But what about you? Have you? Do you feel the same way, or do you feel like you're still? I mean, you're you're you and I are different in this respect. <laughs> you're definitely more like fuck you. I don't care. I'm going to do my thing. I yeah I. Uh, I still have as much false confidence as ever. I'll oh, say that. But it's false. Well, I mean, it would have to be, wouldn't it? Like, I don't, I'm happy I'm, my psyche keeps inspiring the false confidence. In a moment, I seem like a confident motherfucker, and I'm okay projecting that. But of course, I, I'm, you know, I internalize a lot of that stuff, and I take that with me and work it out later. So it's not all like, uh, hey, I just feel great about everything I do. And, uh, <laughs> right. you, you know... Of course, I'm the best at this. I don't. I don't think in those terms. But yeah. But I'm as confident as I've ever been, or as not confident as I've ever been. However, you want to break that down. Okay. Good yeah. for you. I guess. Is that good? <laughs> I guess. I just I can't see. Like, I, if anything, I'm building momentum in confidence. Ah, as you get older, you're yeah, becoming wiser. Constructing and... ways to be more confident about myself. Ah, you are not doing no, that. No, I'm going the like other way. I'm heading in the other direction. You're letting go of something. Yeah, I'm aging poorly. Hold on, baby. <laughs> Just looking at me, you know, this is not going well, this getting old thing. <laughs> it's not working out for Weingartner. So, all right, I, wanna, I, I do want to talk about this, but this will be a theme from here on out. I think after Podcast 17, this is what usually happens in podcasts. People will start talking about their partner's confidence or, <laughs> or lack thereof. I, I want to talk about Dave's, because I don't think Mamet's problem is that he's lost confidence in himself. I think mm -hmm. quite the opposite. Yeah. I think he's yeah, built yeah, yeah. up quite a persona. And he thinks that everything he writes is such gold. Any Talmudic uh, dis, you <laughs> know, discussion, discussion yes. needs to be heard by everyone, yes. whether they care about the Talmud or not. Yeah, no, he's a confident man. And I, think I that, have a quote to support I it if you're interested, you, but I know that we're running long. No, it's good. I think okay. you're right about that. I think that is a big problem for him that yeah. he needs to... He's ensconced in his own prideful construction of self. Yeah. I think. Yeah. and, it, and it's, From afar. It's hurting his work. <laughs> it might be. Because... It might be. I, I certainly did not want to sit through China Doll. Wouldn't you rather have him just not write anything? Yeah. Just... 
comment. Right, and we would remember him for being the great man that he once was instead of suffering through, you know, the last we got, three Broadway plays him. I've suffered through. And plus, I just want to mention, yeah. the reviews for the play we're going to see in a couple of weeks have been not good. Terrible. Yes, yeah, I've, so. I've picked through a few and got super sad so we got, and moved on with so my day. I'm just, I'm just focusing on Rebecca Pigeon. As long as she's there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get through it somehow, just Maybe looking at her. Maybe that's what happened to Dave. Maybe. Maybe he's just focusing on Rebecca Pigeon. That's possible. Yoko Ono. Oh, you think she yokoed him? Well, I'm saying that's what it would have to be, right? If Maybe. she is the issue, if she is what made him less impressive right, as a writer. More comfortable, more whatever. More more, but, but getting love, feeling like he doesn't have to work as hard, you know? Because yeah. it, it's a soft space he's got now and a wonderful woman. And that can happen. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think other writers have said, like, monogamy is the, the end-all, be-all of creativity. Right, so the, the idea of suffer, you got to suffer for your art. You have to suffer, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be happy right. in love. Yeah. That's... Fucking birds and songs and shit <laughs> twirling. You can't have that. Birds twirling? Yeah, birds twirling, you know, when people are loving Oh, around cartoons. your head. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, I got yeah. you. Okay, I thought you were like... You thought I was like having a stroke? Yeah, I did. I was, I know, it's toast and 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 sequence. I, I, you know, Bill. I had dialed nine and one on my phone. I was just getting ready to dial the, the second one <laughs> when you brought me back. Toast to and sequence episode title. That's good. I like that. Can I read this, please? I just want to get this. So Are we going this, back to quote corner. Do you have fanfare? No. Are you? You're looking at the time. Are you looking at the time? Now I am. You're concerned about it, aren't you? I am. It's bothering you. It just started bothering Did me. Did it eat a hole in you? Not yet. Okay, I'll get this out of the way, and then we'll, okay, we'll go out on this. Sweet, I love we'll it. Close out on this. Yeah, I love that. So this was at the Rome Film Festival in uh, 2016. All right. Ready. So he's at the Rome. I don't know what he was there with. Something he had written, I guess. I a movie in 2016. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe he was a part writer on one, or maybe he was just there enjoying the festival. Could Who knows? be. It's Italy, so yeah. Rome, right. Roma. Love Roma. <clears throat> Quote, in response to a question from festival director Antonio Manda on how often he allows for improvisation, Mamet sneered. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, listen, I've been here in Italy for a couple of days hanging, having the time of my life. You guys take food seriously. All we care about in the United States is, is there any gluten in it? <laughs> I mean, if you take the gluten out and put cilantro in, the people in California would eat cat shit. He said, without commenting on his daughter, Zoysia, who is a prominent supporter of a gluten-free diet. Back to Mamet. Quote, <laughs> but if you're a great chef, you don't want to say to the waiters, here, I've devoted my life to this, but if you want to mess around with it a little before you put it on the table, go ahead. <laughs> and then he paused and said, does that answer your question? <laughs> he goes on to say, I don't think I've ever had an actor say, I know you wrote A, do you mind if I say B? Never. They wouldn't dare, because you know that's what I do for a living. You know it, and you know I'm pretty good at it. I can't act, and they can't write. Oh. Unquote. Nice. Come on. That sounds like the end the of that. The pomposity is spewing out of every orifice? <laughs> yeah, it does sound a little like that. And it also, the end of that sounded a lot like something from one of his plays or movies. I'm not 
recalling it right it away, yeah. right away. But when he says, because that's who I am, you know, that's, yeah, I do, I do this because that's who that's I am. That's who I am. I am the writer. Yeah. You say the things that I write. But what is that Nothing from? else. Is that ringing a bell for you? This? Uh, it, it seems like it's in everything. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what I do. It could be from this too, because could Shelley's be, like, I'm sure Shelley, Shelley's this. about to be Ray Williams in a few minutes and say, I'm the salesman. You've never sold yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. the one no, who does that's that. A, that's the whole thing. Yeah. He, is, he likes a clearly defined situation. I am the writer. I will write the words that you will say. Come on. Yeah, I know. I mean. Yeah. But anyway, so then Shelly is like. We didn't know any of this when we fell in love with all those early things. I didn't. That's true. We didn't, no, we didn't know anything about that. Yeah. We didn't know anything about the guy. And I, I don't know. And maybe and, he was very different back then. Who yeah, knows? You I know? think he I was because when I saw him speak even, I didn't get these, the sense that he was such an arrogant prick. Yeah, but you do, and when you see him in interviews now, you get this sense that he, he's begrudgingly, you know, talking yeah. to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that he, he'd, wasting my time. Exactly, he'd rather be anywhere yeah. other than plugging Your whatever this thing is, is beneath mine. Yeah, yeah, and I exactly. I don't know why I'm having to talk to you about it. Yeah, my publicist made me come and do this. You know, <laughs> right. it's just yeah. like yeah. I hate him yeah. or her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so at the end of this minute, now Shelley says. Uh, Mrs. Nyborg is going to go and see if her husband is home. And he says, of course I'll hold it. <laughs> and that's where we leave it. Which is what we're all going to have to do until next week. That's right. Well, thank you, Matt. This was thank you, Bill. Just a pleasure. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe you feel that way <laughs> at all. I right. feel like you come throw yourself on the altar as a sacrifice <laughs> to the movie you love every week. Well, I, I have no problem doing that. You're, no, you're sacrificial. I am. I mean, that's all you're good for anymore. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Sounds like it's time for a cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, yeah. we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.